0: Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
1: Welcome to the Radio Vet with Dr. Kelly here on CPL Radio. Dr. Kelly comes to us from a veterinary clinic in Mequon, but we won't hold that against her. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is Cedar Bird, after all.
1: Well, you know, boundaries are there for a reason. <laughs> so, um, how are things over there at the uh, clinic this week? Everything going well?
0: Yeah, everything's uh, busy, kind of crazy, like it has mm. been for a few months for various <laughs> reasons, well, I guess. Yes, yeah. yeah, we all
1: we've, we've read about those I reasons. I did yeah.
0: see something yesterday that I've never seen before, and I hope I never see again. Fr- oh, frankly. do tell, do tell. A a young man. <laughs> who's not a client, rushed over and got our attention. Cause you know, you have to like call, you can't just walk in. Sure, our our yeah. lobby's not open right now. Of course. Yeah. And, um, anyways, he arrived with a small wild bird stuck in a glue trap. <laughs> oh, no. I'd never seen a glue trap before. Is I didn't the, know these horrible things existed. Is that the kind
1: of thing they put, like, in basements to get mice yes. and stuff? Yeah, true. Sure, yeah. Totally. Yeah, so yeah. this little
0: bird was oh, stuck <laughs> in, a, in a glue trap. How, and it was, you know, still able to move a little bit. How
1: did it all work out, dare I ask? Um,
0: we... I very carefully pulled it from the really bizarre, thick glue. Yeah. And then... Um, it's made to not escape it, from. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, <laughs> well, the bird wasn't going to escape no from ex- it. <laughs> There's no exit plan. <laughs> you know? And uh, we put him in a warm bowl of um, Dawn dish soap. Oh, uh, oh With, yeah, you know, yeah. soapy water, I should say. Yeah. And got off as much uh, goo- glue as we could. And yeah. then we... Um, Gave the young man all of the numbers that we had for the closest wildlife rehab because <laughs> oh the man. bird is, you know, lost half its feathers and yeah. it's not going to be able to fly. It can't be released right now. Sure, so, sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, that. I
1: mean, I guess it's a happy ending.
0: <laughs> yeah. A, well, he was very grateful, but yeah. we're all kind of like, well, I hope he lives because <laughs> I don't know.
1: Did you did you bill him?
0: No. Okay, good. No. <laughs> what can you do? I no, mean, it was you know. like, well, this is interesting. Let's see if we can pull this bird out of the glue and wash it.
1: <laughs> and knowing your uh, computer billing system, is that probably an option? Like, right, yeah. You know, F-12. Extricate <laughs> wild bird <laughs> from glue trap.
0: Dawn dish soap uh, bath.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> you get the weird stuff. That's awesome. And then you bring it to us. I love that. And speaking of weird stuff, I, mean, I heard a rumor that you got a real weird one for us today.
0: Yeah, I thought we would talk about training cats.
1: <laughs> oh, what fun! Because <laughs> you know,
0: cats—they're smart; they can learn.
1: Yes, well, they are smart, but are they <laughs> willing? Uh, uh, see. <laughs> see,
0: now any—just about any animal can be trained. You need to find the right motivation. Okay. Yeah.
1: You l- let's talk about cats for a second. I saw a wonderful cartoon uh, yesterday. Actually, uh, Sarah Scribbles is the one. You probably have seen it on the uh, on the interwebs. Very popular and um it's uh, the the girl the lead character is uh, in heaven and the uh <laughs> um whoever's running heaven, Saint gabriel or whatever, says uh <laughs> here's your dog and she's oh thank you and it's a cute dog and the dog has little wings and she has wings and then she's and she's like oh there's dogs everywhere and she's like wait a minute where's my cat and then she looks around and says where are all the cats and the next panel is uh like Eighteen cats holding hands, to dancing uh, the merry, go, uh, you know, uh, uh, merry-go-round, the rosy, yeah, or whatever, around the, yeah, around the rosy yeah. in, in in hell. <laughs> <laughs> That's where all the cats went, <laughs> and they're really happy about it too. They're totally down with the whole hell thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. so I thought that was pretty good. Uh, but anyway, training them.
0: Yeah. Question one, why
1: would you want to? uh,
0: Well, most of the time, the questions I get are are about training cats not to do something that they're already doing. So it's more of a um, behavior rehab than (laughs) new behavior. Deflection. Yes. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Behavior correction, (laughs) I should say. So, you know, for example, some cats, um, some people have cats and yet don't want cats on counters. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> ha <Ha-ha. laughs> Yeah. When I finish laughing at them. <laughs> well, you have to get
1: either get rid of the cat or the counters then. One of the two has to go. No counters for you.
0: <laughs> Sorry. Well, it is natural for cats to want to be up high because <laughs> even though they are predators, they are also themselves being right, small right. and so they are uh instinctively they just feel safer being up high and being able to look down and observe because from a safe vantage point i
1: always thought they were trying to reinforce their superiority to us <laughs> <laughs> Seemed to be my you know look how high I, they, they i've probably, got the high ground morally yeah, they and otherwise look like it. they're good
0: at making a face that makes it appear so <laughs> It's true. <laughs> so, um, But really, okay. yeah, really it's natural and it's about safety. And well, Let's you know, start with just, the counters. What are we yeah. going to do about that? So what we need to do is make the counters uh, unattractive to the cat. So the cat decides on his or her own, I don't like going up on the counters. And that's really what it's all about is about setting up a situation to help the cat decide on his or her own. I don't like doing this,
1: so put the dog on the counter, yeah, and sure then it'll no. it right off <laughs> <laughs> <It's> all good <laughs> so uh
0: some common um remedies for that would be the various booby traps that are successful <laughs> with with cats, and so uh a common one would be um you know those carpet protectors for high traffic areas oh, it's sure. like this plastic and yep. it has. The underside of it sticks into the carpet with these little sharp nubs. Right, right. Yeah, so if you turn that upside down <laughs> so the sharp nubs stick up, chances <laughs> the, we've discovered the cats really don't like that. Not a fan, They no. don't like standing on that or going yeah. on that. So that can be useful That's not only on counters but, you know, a nice dining room table that you don't want the cat yeah. running across or – a particular couch or bed or whatever.
1: Oh, now let me ask you this: So you put the uh, spikes, the spikes uh, <laughs> up, yeah, spikes up on the uh, counter or table, and they stop doing it, f- and you know you have it up there for a week or two. Can you take it down? Will they? Are they done for life, or are they going to start trying again? I you mean, can take it
0: down eventually, but okay. I wouldn't think that two weeks would be long enough. Honestly, <laughs> they have a lot <laughs> be of more tena- like yeah, very tenacious, aren't they? Be more like six, <laughs> <laughs> and then if you go out of town for a while and there's a pet sitter, you just put it on there for <laughs> while you're gone the whole time. <laughs> wow! Oh my. <laughs> okay,
1: so the
0: spikes are option number one. <laughs> <laughs> spikes are option number one. Option number two. Would be um, a upside down mouse traps set oh. set to spring but they're upside down uh-huh. and then a single sheet of newspaper you know like anybody has that anymore right. <laughs> right. <laughs> covering them <laughs> so that when the cat does jump up there they start setting off these traps oh, and geez. you know the, the sound and yeah. the little bit of motion and the snap scares them and they decide that the counter is a very scary place. I believe
1: the government calls this the nuclear option.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is a pretty hardcore. Alright.
1: Um, yeah, newspaper.
0: Where do where we go to get those Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe maybe a sheet would work. I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, Just an actual bed sheet. Okay.
1: So that um, what other uh, little pieces of uh, cat training or cat (laughs) avert we have to avert a behavior or or divert behavior. So.
0: Yeah, well, one important thing to know is that punishment fails. Um, <laughs> you can't punish a cat. They you look can't look, punish a they cat. Look at you like you're crazy. What what happens though with people who, for example, a common one is to carry is to squirt the cat when they're doing something that oh. you don't want them to do. So you have a squirt bottle or yeah. a, or even a squirt gun. Sure. And unfortunately, what the cat takes away from that is that they just don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> they
1: don't in the first place so to actually like you less is really intense Yeah, so that turns to hate
0: kind of just training the cat to maybe not do that when you're around because yeah. you'll do this as Yoda said but they associate the punishment with you yeah yeah. Yoda
1: said, anger leads to hate, and hate leads to the dark side. <laughs> 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 so, we all know what happened to Anakin Skywalker with the squirt gun, so, <laughs> right, you know, yeah. let's <laughs> not, not <laughs> even go there. Um, okay, so, yeah, you did get a cat to, by and large, most people don't get a cat to hate, the, you know, like, I have this great new pet cat, but I can't wait till they hate me. That's just not <laughs> that's right. Just <laughs> they just start leaving the room every time you walk in because they're expecting to get squirted. Absolutely. It's not so great. Okay. Yeah. yeah so, let's avoid yeah, that. Yeah, so
0: punishment not not a not no. a good plan, unfortunately. I don't think so. Yeah. Um, Another booby trap that I commonly recommend uh, going back just temporarily to the like surface that you want to keep the cat off of, whether it's a dining room table or whatever, um, would be a um, creating a false edge. So when cats jump up on something high, their foot, their first foot to touch touches usually right at the very edge and then they walk onto it, you know, still going forward. If you make a false edge. With say cardboard, you know, something that sure. is straight, Bendy
1: and yeah, uh, yeah, and will totally. hang off
0: and look like the real edge. Yeah. and then at the other end of the cardboard, you know, in the say center of the counter, mm-hmm. um, you have there's some empty aluminum cans with pennies or pebbles in them. Ooh, when mean. the cat steps on that <laughs> false edge, the whole right. contraption <laughs> comes crashing to the ground, it becomes slapstick with the cat, slapstick, comedy. and that you know, a cat experiencing fear once in a particular situation is often enough to make them permanently not do something. Okay. Which is why, for example, we never put the litter box next to the washing machine because when (laughs) it clicks into spin cycle, (laughs) if they're sitting in that box and all of a sudden there's this giant thing knocking next to them, they may never use that litter box again. Oh, that's bad. So one episode of fear, you know, can often be enough to train them that they really should never do that again. Wow. Okay.
1: Man. They're complex, aren't they, those cats? Yeah, they're a little different. Psychologically uh, yeah. <laughs> challenging. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, we have about two minutes before we go to break, any okay. other uh, hint we uh, we need for, um, uh, can uh, mess with?
0: I would say that, you know, going back to the fact that cats want to go up on elevated surfaces, yeah. it's also important to, you know, see the other side of things and say, well, this cat needs somewhere that it can go. sure. So, sure. cat shelves cat trees those little you know shelves that attach right to the uh, window (laughs) ledge so they can look out at their favorite bird feeder
1: you're right about the fear factor because we have one of those and it attaches it attaches with Suction cups.
0: Oh. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> one summer day. Those are a time bomb. <laughs> just this past summer, the darn thing let go and she was on it. Yeah. And uh, she hasn't gone on it since.
0: Never will again. Never will again. We've <laughs>
1: ruined her on her cool, cute little catch shelf.
0: Though Boy. if you simply make it, you know, like a different material, like if it has a, some kind of bedding on it that you can change okay. to something completely new and then... Maybe attach it in a different way. <laughs> It'll be a whole new thing.
1: All she sees are those failing suction cups. <laughs> <laughs> it's one zeroed in. Maybe and then, a different window, and a she different attributes that fa- <laughs> She attributes that failure to us. <laughs> <laughs> Siamese cats are very clever. Well, we're going to go to break. When we come back, we're going to find more ways to engage and uh, wow your cat. <laughs> yeah, don't kid yourself. We'll be back. <laughs> And thank you for coming back to the Radio Vet with Dr. Kelly, where we discuss animals and humans and the fact that they live together. <laughs> and, all
0: the and all the problems of living together. All yes. together.
1: These are our roommates, after all. And, they uh, are. And some of them do strange things like... No, play around in sandboxes all day,
0: <laughs>
1: weirdos. I did
0: find I did find some nice quotes about cats. Okay, that I thought were none of them came from me. Probably no. <laughs> yeah, I guess they're not all nice, but they're kind of funny. Like there we some go. of them, kind of true. If, if animals could speak, the dog would be a blundering, outspoken fellow, <laughs> but the cat would have the rare grace of never saying a word too much.
1: <laughs> Unless they're a Siamese cat boy. my Oh girl, yeah, never. they never. They never stop. Oh, she never. They Never, clams up. She never. has so much to say.
0: Yes, um, this one's I think is true. A cat will be your friend, but never your slave. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, <laughs> no interest. <laughs> and as every cat owner knows, nobody owns a cat. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I feel like her.
1: Our, our cat's name is probably on the lease at this point. I
0: mean, <laughs> actually, it's like legally. I One of my know. cats is so. I don't know. He's just this spirit that i felt from the beginning you just couldn't quite pin him down <laughs> he doesn't have a name because you've, you've that's left just him nameless. Yeah, i left him nameless he, he's wow. just i just imagine him saying you can't pin me down man <laughs> <laughs> so he's black and white kitty
1: he's a free free soul
0: he's black and white kitty. black and white kitty yep. what do you call him for short black um, or my white husband, or kitty. I don't know. my husband calls him cat hole. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: so well loved by,
0: <laughs> he is well. Loved. It's a term of endearment, <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> so. One of his many nicknames.
1: <laughs> well, how old is a uh, cat hole, uh, black and white kitty? <laughs> uh,
0: he, we believe is around 14. Oh, he's up there. Yeah, he's up there he's now. He's been around yeah. when you got him. In when the- he was two Okay, supposedly too okay. from the, the Humane Society. The bulk of his life. is He been. was there for a reason. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this
1: one's a little too free, a little too free-spirited. Yes, yes. true. Okay, and
0: you have another cat as well? Jeeves.
1: Gee, oh, well, I guess Jeeves probably works for Black and White Kitty. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> Sounds like Jeeves is on the payroll. <laughs> yeah. Yes, right. he is. Jeeves is the butler. <laughs> How perfect. <laughs> um, so say somebody actually is foolish enough and i've seen this on like david letterman like a guy who has like a team of cats who do funny tricks i have to assume there's food everywhere um (laughs) when he's doing this because they jump on his back they'll jump on these ramps they'll do they do whatever he tells them it's amazing you know and of course uh, i think letterman joked and said you know a lot of love a lot of tenderness a lot of beatings you know (laughs) how did you get them to do this so somebody actually is foolish enough to want to have their cat do tricks do you have any advice for that i mean so
0: again you have to find the right motivation and so for dogs it's usually food but not always and for cats it may be food as well so if um you would really like your cat to you know walk along a certain narrow (laughs) elevated shelf you have (laughs) that you put up just for the cat um you know finding out what your cat's favorite treat is and only giving it to them when they're up ah, there. Okay, okay. They associate the treat with the location. They start sure. going up there in the hopes that you'll notice them. <laughs> um, and you can, you know, slowly work Work on molding the behavior from there. Sure. Um, I myself have never really knowingly trained a cat. <laughs> <laughs> My cats are conditioned like any where, when a, you know, the oh, right sure. person gets out of bed, they know it's time to eat. Yeah. You know, that's just can opener, classic. that sort of thing. Yeah, exactly, absolutely. exactly. And that's, you know, technically, did you, did we train them by ac- accidentally train them by <laughs> repet- repetition? Yeah, sure, sure. We did.
1: You know, our girl does something that's, and it's just the kind of relationship. So my daughter Jane and Shusha, our our lovely uh, Siamese, those two are tight. I mean, those two are just, but they make each other, they're sisters. They make each other crazy. And especially around, like, after 7 o'clock when she wants to eat, she will actually attack her feet, attack her legs. She bites, but she doesn't like draw blood. Yeah. She just is these are all reminders to say, notice me, notice me, notice, notice me, me, notice me, notice me. Yes. You know, and then she'll feed her and then she'll have two bites and she doesn't even actually really hungry. It's more like, oh, OK, I want to know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, and it's the point where like Jane will say, would you stop? I um, mean, yes. you know, I get annoyed with her, but that doesn't that means nothing to her. She's like, oh, you're annoyed with me. Perfect. I'm gonna do it more. Is there anything I could tell Jane to dissuade this behavior? I mean, because this mm, is, this yeah. is, it's intense. They're actually, they love each other to death, but they make each other nuts.
0: So one kind of option <laughs> would be, one option would be to preempt the behavior.
1: That's okay. I was thinking something. Yeah. Those so lines. mess up yeah. the time. Yes. In other words. Okay.
0: Um, so preempting the behavior, uh, so this is surround. This is uh, due to a feeding time. It's a feeding time. Yeah, it's,
1: uh, dry in the morning, can at night, and yeah. he, she doesn't. Uh, she's not uh, a boor over dry food. She's just yeah. boorish over wet food. Yes. So. Okay.
0: So if she started feeding her an hour early, she and did. then, yeah. but after that, once you know <laughs> she's gotten in the habit of or started feeding her before the behavior occurs. Yeah. Then you got to start switching around the time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that it's not so predictable because so the smart. cat has a very good internal clock. <laughs> yes, she does. Yeah. So, 7.42 f-
1: is the obnoxious uh, time to, like, yeah. to, to so turn to it on.
0: Make, so for Jane to make herself unpredictable. Would you know? She's pretty predictable, yeah. I have to say. As my daughter, I'm like, I know what yeah. sets you off. I know your
1: buttons. Yeah. Oh, man. I I'll also, I'd miss it a little bit too because it's really funny. <laughs> I mean, just listening to the two of them making each other crazy. And Shusha's really having a good time making her nuts. So you can, yeah. Yeah, if I could see a cat laugh, I could almost see her laughing as she's doing this. She just loves it. I mean, yeah, those two are really tight. I mean, they're just. And they love each other, and they make each other... They're sisters. They're truly sisters. Yeah. I mean, it's really interesting how that turned out. So, yeah. I don't know. (laughs) Well,
0: they're training each other.
1: That's very true. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, our
0: pets train (laughs) us, too.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, um, you know... uh, Moving on to, I guess, um, other things yeah, that we can so train a cat. Uh. Other
0: things. Uh, another big one would, of course, be the classic scratching the wrong oh, thing. Yeah. So, again, we want to, if we want to train a cat not to scratch a particular thing that True. we don't want scratched, usually the leather couch or the side <laughs> of some nice chair or, um, you know, <laughs> a, I don't know, a floor even. I've Um, heard rumors
1: of people having nice chairs and floors. (laughs) (laughs) And cats. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Very interesting. Um,
0: To remember, yes, it's a normal behavior and the cat needs an appropriate outlet. um, And the outlet needs to be appropriately located and, you know, made of something attractive to scratch. So there's that. Sure. But then to dissuade them from, you know, scratching a surface that shouldn't be scratched. Either, well, again, make the surface unattractive for scratching. Yeah. I think the easiest method is to use double sided sticky tape, like random pieces that, you know, scattered around the surface because then it cat- becomes completely <laughs> inappropriate for scratching. What are
1: you trying to catch a wild bird? Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and if a wild bird gets in your home, you just might be able to. You know to who catch to call.
1: <laughs> okay. So that uh, they're not, don't like the sensation of that. Exactly. Uh, we talked on the show before and it sh- certainly seems to be true that um, they do like to scratch in front of you. They want you to know that they are, because our girl again she, if we sit down in the sunroom and that's where her scratchy things are she immediately shows up to scratch in front of us and yeah. shows us that she can. I'm like, oh, that's great scratching. <laughs> I, we, we tell her, oh, that's fantastic. Good job. Oh, you just keep going there, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. very good. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> encourage. It's kind of weird. <laughs> if you own a cat, you're already weird. But though, where so. they choose to
0: scratch, where they choose to scratch is usually somewhere they feel is pretty visible. Okay, they sure. do They do want, not necessarily the scratching, but the scratches to uh, be noticeable <laughs> look what I did yeah this this is the, the visible mark of territory oh very good yeah very good. so it's it's like a sound it's kind of like a sign yeah or like your address almost <laughs> like it should be visible to others who this don't live there is
1: Shusha's home exactly yeah <laughs> and
0: I think I've said it before if you walk into a barn mm-hmm. that has wooden supports going all through it the The one closest to the main door is all scratched up by the Ah, resident cats because it's the most visible. Okay. And they know, you know, where the main entrance is. (laughs) Since we're talking
1: about cat behavior augmentation. Yes. um, (laughs) Can you do anything about maybe when you have two cats, you have a cat and then you get a second one and Mm. they don't get along.
0: So proper introduction is really important and that has to be gradual because... Um, well, cats take about three months to get used to any major major life change. <laughs> They're like me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Good. <laughs> so, first, for the first week or so, you don't let them see each other. Right. One of the the new cat goes into a room that. Uh, is not a preferred resting eating playing place of the resident cat, okay, and they just exist in the same home together, and they know you know just from sounds and smells uh, when the door gets open and closed okay that there's another cat in there so but they no don't, but we're not uh, we're not challenging them with actual direct sight or okay. interaction for the okay. first week or so, okay. They get used to the idea that there's another cat present. That <laughs> another cat exists. And uh,
1: <laughs> I, I didn't think that could be possible. <laughs> I thought I was the only cat in the world. Right. Some they probably do. Do. <laughs> they do. They totally and
0: do. You, the only one that matters anyway.
1: <laughs> and then you
0: take the next step, which is exchanging resting bedding, you know, material between uh, them so they okay. get used to each other's smell more directly. Okay. And you know, then you finally let them see each other, either with a a baby gate or maybe even two stacked baby gates okay, right. <laughs> between them, <laughs> right? Because right the they can jump right over that, <laughs> exactly. Um, or have the the new cat in a carrier with something in it oh, sure, that sure. they can hide behind, absolutely. And you know. Um, open the door and see if the other cat wants to come in and walk around Okay, you know in their territory and look at the other cat but it it is normal even for two cats who are going to get along it is normal for them to look at each other see each other for the first time hiss and run the other way (laughs) that's a normal hello between strange (laughs) cats (laughs)
1: doesn't surprise me at all um have you ever had a situation i'm sure people you with this yeah. sort of problem your situation where like they just you know because obviously first impressions clearly are everything um where they just can't make it work I yes mean, it, oh man
0: there are some cats out there who must be the only cat in yeah. a home and yeah. will only be happy being the only cat in a home it's kind of sad it is I mean, it's but i mean it's sad from our point of view but <laughs> <laughs> there from there's not, yeah, there not at all and i, I cats Enjoy being the only cat. Yeah. Even when they've lived with other cats. Yeah. When... The you know when they gradually one by one pass away <laughs> and there's one left yeah. even though they might you know you might think they're lonely at the same time they enjoy
1: they don't miss suddenly <laughs>
0: not having to share yeah, they love yeah. having everything be theirs yeah we, uh, they know how to make the best of it yep <laughs> we've
1: threatened more than once I think you know because there were options where someone's oh I can't find a home for this kitty and you guys are obviously animal people I'm like I don't have this conversation at right. all it's yeah. you know and I you know they were tempted and I told Jane I said you know this. Son We have here. She doesn't seem like have a. doesn't have a sharing type personality, if you ask me. She doesn't yeah. seem like she would want to share, not just food, litter box, etc. Would want to share you. I mean, mm-hmm. that's the thing. She really, she has claimed Jane as her own. Yes. Like we've lost. We used to have five kids, now I got four. <laughs> 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 Jane's now owned by the Siamese <laughs> cat. I mean, uh, you know, Jane's two years out of college, and she's already making plans like, where do I live that shusha and I can live together? Right. I mean, that's her. That's gonna be your college roommate. Yeah. Hopefully, oh, okay. Throwing a few less keggers, I guess, because you know shusha's not into beer. But I mean. <laughs> I don't know how that goes. I, so yeah, I mean, it's it's it is interesting that she does not seem to have a sharing personality. So I I I wouldn't even try. I wouldn't yeah. even. I think that that would be folly for all involved. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so interesting. Like possibly. Right. Yes. Well, that's uh that is the story of cats and the potential of training them at least to not do things to get them to do things. That might be a whole other show. <laughs> 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 it could be a month-long series on. No I have one. I have one last question. Oh, that yeah, I, thought, got, was no, very, uh, that I thought was very absolutely that I mm. thought was
0: very cat esque. Yes, if cats could talk they wouldn 't, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, except for the Siamese <laughs> right. oh boy,
1: but she would just be she just have complaints I wouldn't even, yeah. i wouldn 't even categorize it as talking I would
0: categorize it as a walking complaint <laughs> box <laughs> so, well, thanks for all the information you 're welcome hopefully it 's helpful to someone out there, I think, or at that- least explains another way of thinking about how to understand and mold cat behavior a
1: lot of people get cats who've had dogs and they think they're the same and i am assuming they'll find out eventually <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: that, that doesn't work no, no. but
1: maybe we can at least derail the process <laughs> early here on the radio yeah. vet with dr kelly here on cpl radio thanks for tuning in everybody thanks. hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter